I always try to keep in mind the couple that day that this is their only wedding. This is their day. So making the most out of it for them is my goal. And I want to make them feel so relaxed and happy and that they look back at these photos and they're like, oh my gosh, that they're taken back there and that they love everything about it. I want to be my current self from this point forward. I want to learn how to play piano. Working with human beings. Drinking wine in the middle of the day. I want to be a fire truck driver. I'm going to be the next greatest painter. Just kind of work with kids, getting them ahead in life. I want to be a welder. I want to be a beach bum. I want to be a baseball player. Brewmaster. A winemaker. Professional snuggler. Let me mention those sweet, hot lavender baths and writing in the evening. What's up, everybody? This is Blake Fletcher, the Half Hour Intern. In today's episode, I interviewed Jake and Haley Repko, who are wedding photographers. Jake and Haley are married. They are the most beautiful married couple that you ever meet, both inside and out. And um, they are like really in the thick of making this wedding photography business work. They've had it for about three years now, and they've gotten to the point where they can both um, just do part-time consulting on the side of being wedding photographers, um, and you know, hope to obviously one day make it so that wedding photography is their only job but it's the type of industry where it takes a decent amount of time put in where you're building up a reputation building up word of mouth and all that kind of stuff so for anybody that is considering starting up their own business while also you know working their career on the side i think there's a lot of good advice and stories in this episode for you also, Haley and Jake, uh, as you would imagine, being friends of ours, are the uh, are the couple that photographed mine and my wife Asta's wedding. So for those of you that don't know, my wife Asta and I got married about four months ago in Yosemite National Park, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the wedding and stuff like that to start off the episode. So without further ado, here is wedding photographer. Haley and Jake, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, Blake. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Blake. Yeah, absolutely. So first and definitely most important question, how was it shooting our wedding? Was it just the coolest thing ever? Go ahead, Haley. All right. Um, First of all, your wedding ceremony was the most phenomenal experience ever, by the way. Oh, do go on. Do go on. It was just the most organic and beautiful day. And for us to be able to get that emotion and everything that happened that day was should we should we set the scene a little bit, Blake, of your wedding and like how the ceremony came to be? Because I I feel like it needs a little backstory. Please, that would be awesome. Because yeah, actually, it's uh, Austin and I tell the story to each other, but we never really get to hear other people tell the story. So please do. Yeah, well, so um, we arrive at like three thirty, I think, and the ceremony is supposed to be at four. I think these times are right, and um. We see you kind of just like hanging out in the woods and starting starting to get dressed and thinking about it. And we're like, you know, as photographers, we're like, okay, where's the ceremony going to be? Like, you know, where's Asta getting ready at? And like nobody has any answers to any of these things. <laughs> so we're kind of um, – So and to clarify with what Jake's saying, it's not like people wouldn't tell him the answers. Like I didn't know where Asta was and I did not know where the ceremony was going to be. So exactly. like truly nobody had any answers. We we had a general idea that it was going to be in the campsite, but that was about it. So um, I think your sister then kind of took took charge a little bit and was like, you know what? We're going to have it here in front of this um, – it was like a little uh, – It's like a shed. Yeah, like kind of, a, kind of a little – uh, cabin looking shed. And, uh, 
And then everyone just kind of gathered around and, and you stood up there and then Asta just like pulled up. Like she just kind of appeared out of nowhere. But it was this like beautiful parting of the sea. Just like people moved to the side and then Asta was at the end and she just walked down and talked to us all as she walked down the aisle. Dude, uh, that was the best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, it was like nothing I've ever seen. And it was so perfect and fitting for you guys. And the day was just one of the funnest days ever. Yeah. And, and as photographers, like we, we really try to get as much knowledge about what's going to happen in advance so we can prep, but it was kind of a really nice exercise for us to have this like basically freedom to watch it unfold. And that's kind of the way we shoot anyway. Um, once we do have the backstory, but like we, we literally didn't know. So we were just like, well, this is amazing. Let's just capture it. And, um, and the photos turned out beautifully, if I can say so. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I'm definitely going to be putting a link up to uh, to our... Uh, yeah, the photos are so, 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 so good. Like I, as I think Asa probably told you guys like before that, like I don't really like being in photos. Like I don't know why. Like, you know, I, I'm not... I'm definitely not taking selfies of myself and stuff like that. And also like when other people take photos, I'll usually try to invent some reason that I can like duck out of the photo and be like, Oh, my phone's ringing. Like I have to go over here, you know, whatever it is. Um, but I'm so happy that, um, that you guys did photos for us and like you guys made everything so, so beautiful. And it's God, like just the most wonderful, memory now that i i would only like half have if i didn't have your photos like the photos that you guys take um capture so much uh emotion and beauty in them and uh, i just feel so like eternally grateful to you guys for that plus it ended up being like great wedding presents for everyone i'm sorry great christmas presents for everyone this year so it was like an entire christmas uh list was just taken care of oh that's i mean thank you for that's awesome that's that's why i love what we do and and i don't know like I, we we got married this year too actually and i don't know about you but like i kind of blacked out during the ceremony like i, I didn't <laughs> yeah. remember anything so um having photos is like yeah it, it it brings it all back together yeah definitely man so do you guys feel like you guys chose wedding photography or it chose you like what what is what is your background how this all happened Go ahead, Haley. I think that it was probably a combination, a little bit of both of those things. We both came from a journalist background in the sense of we both studied journalism in college. Anybody that went to journalism school around the same time that we did, which is between uh, 2005 and 2009, will probably tell you the same thing. Like, like it was one of the biggest changes of journalism ever. I mean, newspapers were dying, um, print media was folding. And so you kind of had to like, it was kind of a scary time, um, to be in college cause you really had no idea what you're going to do. Yeah. And it's gotta be so weird to watch the industry that you got into just kind of like crumble while, or, you know, the industry that you're about to want to get into crumble while you're learning how to do it. Yeah. It was really, I mean, for me, it was really disheartening. I was a magazine 
path. I don't know if I had like grand visions of working for like a fashion magazine or something funny like that, but my teachers didn't even know. My professors didn't even know where the industry was going and their colleagues and stuff were losing their jobs and they were like, oh, this is dying. And it was kind of depressing. I was like, wait, so my major is disappearing and I don't know what's happening. So it was really, it was kind of a crazy time. I think mentally I was like, I'm, I'm never going to have a job. Yeah. And, and, um, and Haley actually got a traditional media job with CBS right out of college. And I think she lasted like six days cause it was just like, you know, well, cause of how rapidly everything was changing at the time. Yeah. Just destroying her, her creativity. Cause it was just, well, it was very, it was very corporate in the sense of like, you know, for media, like advertising clicks and it just wasn't, it was just like regurgitating content for, for advertising basically. So, yeah. And I did a similar thing with an SEO company. Um, I had an internship for about six weeks and with an option to go full time. And I politely declined because it was just that same, I think with, when you get into journalism, you know, the kind of, the kind of things you want to do are tell stories and learn about people and, and do research and that kind of stuff. And, all of those uh, skills we can apply to wedding photography, which is not really something that I, I ever considered doing um, while we were in college. But then after I met Haley and she kind of pushed, pushed me that direction even more so than anyone ever had before. And then we actually went to a wedding, I think it was 2011 or 12. Um, and we met a couple who uh, husband and wife team who were wedding photographers and we talked to them for a while. And then when we got back, we kind of just looked at each other and we were like, that sounds really awesome. And we totally think we can do it. And we just started very organically. And, um, sorry if I'm like jumping ahead to your next question, but no, not at all. Yeah. I, it, it's funny you, you, the way that you guys both talk about your college and getting out of college experience, it makes me think so much of, I don't know if you guys have heard or watched that that video that Ira Glass did talking about like journalism and stuff like that. Um, but where he talks about that you're like the reason that you got into the arts and the reason that you get into journalism or whatever it is, is you have a, like a certain level of uh, taste and like discernment and the things that you want, but you are not like up to, the skill level yet that, that like what that where your taste is at so the things that you make might not be very good and then you get really disappointed in yourself and it's just like this whole weird thing but i, I don't know just hearing about your it, it's like you're <clears throat> you had these ideas of the things that you guys wanted to do and that you know the companies that you guys are with that don't really obviously allow that same sort of growth which it, it must just be so wonderful then to to start your own business to at least at least, you know, starting your own business, and we'll talk about this later, it, you know, can be very scary and has its own drawbacks. But as an artist of any kind, it has got to be very nice to at least have the freedom to uh, to put out what you want to put out. Yeah, totally. I mean, um, for us, like, this, the scary part, obviously, is not having the security. And um, we have two kids as well. So, I think two young daughters. So I think like having, uh, having something to fall back on or a company to fall back on is, is really nice. But like you said, you don't get to, you don't really get to do it your way. And, um, that's, that's really tough as, as an artist or as somebody who naturally wants to be in a creative field. Yeah, definitely. So do you guys feel like being a photographer nowadays is, 
is really hard. Like as as cameras get better and better, like on a well, like two issues with this. One, like cameras get better and better on people's phones, and good digital cameras get cheaper and stuff like that. And so it's like everyone's kind of in the pool of photographers, and like everyone kind of thinks that they can be a photographer. Does that make being a photographer really difficult? Um, I think at first it does. Like it, it makes you, f- when, when we first got into it it, it, it kind of made me question like, um, I don't know, I guess whether I was legitimate enough. Um, because like you said, well, everyone can take pictures. So like what, who am I to charge people money for it? Um, that kind of thing. But on the other hand, I actually think it's really, it's really awesome and it makes everyone better. So all these camera, all these phones, um, that take amazing pictures that are around, it just, I think it just elevates the quality out there and, um, it, it makes me want to be a better photographer. It makes me, you know, there's just so much to learn from. And I don't think there's any, once you actually really like, look at it. I don't think there's any drawbacks to, um, the amount of people taking pictures and the amount of people that, that are into photography, whether it's a hobby or they're kind of a prosumer or on the verge of being professional. Um, I actually think it's awesome. I think, well, I think also too, it gives, it's kind of boosted people's appreciation for like the everyday thing in a way that, you could like people are looking at the world in a more artful way. They have a phone in their pocket and they're taking, I mean, you know, you can laugh at all the food photos that you see on, on Instagram or, but like someone's looking at their plate of food and seeing something beautiful and wanting to share it. I think that's pretty cool. I think it gives people, you know, a a heightened appreciation for the art itself. And I think that, you know, we've chosen to focus on the positive sides of it. I think you can go, you know, the opposite direction and say, Oh, everyone thinks they're a a professional because they can filter things and do things or do face tune ups, you know, instantly it's some of it's funny, but I think that overall it's been, it's been a very positive thing and we have so many more beautiful images to show for it. But yeah. And I, and I think what, um, what kind of separates us and I guess separates most people who are recognized as professionals in this industry or just in photography in general is, um, the process and the level of commitment that you, that we and people put into getting to know their clients, um, taking care of the photos, editing the photos, delivering the photos, that, that part of it, I think is a lot of what makes you a professional, Um, and what makes people willing to pay for it. Whereas, you know, anyone can snap a photo on their iPhone and can make it look great. But when you actually like invest time and your, and your heart and soul into it, it really, it takes it to the next level. Dude, totally, man. So, okay. A couple of things to that, like what you guys did for our wedding, it's like the, the emotion in the photos and like the emotion in the the types of photos that you guys had us take and stuff like that so much matched the the emotion and like the type of people that Austin and I are you know and like that's something that only a really good professional would do and like would would have the capacity and ability to do 
the amount of like white glove service that you provide, like when you guys sent us links to everything and we got to see um, what you guys had put together, it, it's just it's just so beautiful. Like it's it's so much better than if you had just been like, oh, here's a link to my uh, my Google Drive, and uh, you'll just see like a one gigabyte file on there. Just go ahead and download that thing, and then you can look through it. It uh, it's just so good. Oh, thank yeah, you. and and that and and uh, developing that process actually it took it takes time. You know, we we have changed it numerous times since we started um, trying different <clears throat> sites and different delivery, you know, photography delivery services and different ways of editing the photos and all of that stuff. But um, we've kind of settled into a nice uh, presentation now that we're that we're happy with. But yeah, it it took uh, I don't know what would you say probably at least six months to a year until we had things really dialed in. Yeah. yeah. No surprise there. What, uh, what do you guys think makes a, a really good photo and what do you think makes like a really good photo shoot? I think it ties back into why we try to get to know our clients so well. So like you said, we can get a sense of who they are and I try to capture that in my photos. And I think that that's what resonates the most when they look at them, that they can see themselves in it and not just a posed. Cause I can pose someone, you know, and take a beautiful photograph. But like you said, that might not be how you are comfortable. You know, I, I think that, I don't know if that's totally off on a, you know, a different tangent. No, but I, that's exactly like what I was looking for. That's perfect. Yeah. So I try to, as much as we can, we try to capture people naturally just interacting and, when that's surrounded with weddings and engagements and portrait sessions, we're capturing that love and that time in your guy's life where you're just so enamored with each other. And there's such a connection and such a fire that I try to capture that in my images as much as possible. And I think that that then in turn gives you guys or the client the best photo, a beautiful photo. Um, And yeah. And if you want more of like a, um, technical answer, I would say lighting. And- <laughs> <laughs> we get like both. This is like the perfect, uh, female and then male answer. This is perfect. Right? Yeah, no, I think, um, I think just to build on what Haley was saying, like I'm, I was thinking, I was thinking about your, your guys's, um, portrait session that we did with you right after your ceremony. And we did move you guys around and we did pose you, but we only did that to put you in the in the best spot for what was around you and what, and what the lighting, um, was, was telling us. So that's, that's really what we're looking for. There wasn't a whole lot of like, you know, um, Blake smell her hair and do this. And like, you know, sometimes you have to resort <laughs> to those tactics, but like, it was really just like, let's put them here because we know that the light's going to hit them evenly. It's going to look good. And then let them just kind of be, who they are. Yeah, there are, you know, absolutely technical things that you think about as photographers, lighting, um, those, those things, I guess I, I like totally skipped over that. No. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a two part answer though. And it's, um, that's, that's why it's, it's not simple. It, it kind of, I feel like it looks way easier than it actually is. And I even thought it was going to be way easier than it is. No, I, I do. I can only imagine. And I, it's, I, I'm really happy that you guys gave the answers that you gave, because I would imagine that there's almost like a, uh, if we can all remember back to elementary school, like, like a Venn diagram of like a, a circle of like the, 
the process and the lighting and this and that and then another circle of the emotion and like the how the the two people in the photo feel natural and whatever and for those photos that you can get those two circles to overlap that that is that's what's up you know it's the money I'll t- I'll talk a little bit about the actual like technical process, and then I'll let Haley, who Haley does most of the editing, um, I'll I'll get some of it started, but she usually finishes it and puts the fine tooth comb through it because she has more of the uh, attention to detail in that way. So hmm. so basically, what we do is after we get all the photos, um, a- after we shoot the wedding, we immediately drop <clears throat> all the photos that night or early next morning if it's if it's super late but um we go through them first with a program called photo mechanic and we pick we decide on the ones we want to keep so it sounds simple but we're we're looking at it like which photos do we want to keep not which photos do we want to delete and there's there's definitely a difference there um because you're when you when you're looking at what you want to keep you're looking at what is a quality photo um, good lighting, eyes open, emotion, all of that stuff. So then we save all of those. Um, and then we go through again and we pick out the best, like 50 to a hundred in our opinion. And we start to edit. We, we select those, we put them in a separate folder and then bring them into Lightroom. And then we start to edit those, and this is which is an editing program. Yeah, this uh, this all already has to take so much time. Like before you even get to the part where you're editing them, just to like go yeah. through them and decide what's worth it. I, I think we're at yeah, we're probably at like a few hours in right now. Um, and so and so we do we do a preview for all of our clients, a 24 hour preview where we send them. Depending on how big the event was, we'll send between 10 images to up to like 50. Um, and then that kind of helps us because it helps us decide on the, on the editing style we want to choose for that particular event. And I think it's also important too, cause we're still so fresh. Like we were just there. We were just in that, in that space. So it gets us right into that and making those decisions right after we were there and still in the emotion of the whole day. I yeah. think that that's really important. Um, and our clients have loved to be able to see that and relive that so soon after their event as well. I think that that's been um, very well received and has been really helpful in our overall process. Yeah. And we have links to all this stuff that we'll send you. You can include in the show notes to um, help people actually follow this because it's probably hard to follow talking, but yes, then once they're in Lightroom, um, then wait, Haley but so you said that you said that the preview that you do kind of helps you guys out with the editing process. Why is that? Do they, do they give you input? Like how, how do they give you input that would impact the editing in any way? No, not, not in the way that the client would, um, impact the editing style. I just think that it helps, it helps us to edit in the light that reflects not light as in like lighting, but it helps us edit in the way that feels most like that day. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we don't, we don't actually ever ask for feedback from the client. So <laughs> <laughs> no, we really don't. So. That's good. Yeah. I no, mean, I mean, if, if a client, we, but we don't we, ask for it. Right. If we like when we send you your images, like we we believe that like you hired us to do our job 
job and we did our job. And, and if we didn't, um, we'll probably hear that, but that hasn't happened yet, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so really it's the, the feedback or the, the preview is just to, um, give the client something to have as quick as possible. And it also helps us like establish our style. Yes. For the event. And we think it's important to have, you know, so often after a wedding, the first images you see of the bride and of the couple are people's like, you know, half lit blurry iPhone photos from afar. They try to like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, Oh, her dresses. I don't know, but yay. Congratulations. You know? So I think that having those quality images has people have been super stoked on to share from their event right away. And, um, as, as professionals in the industry and then as a couple who just got married and looked for a photographer and w- did a lot of market research, we haven't seen anyone else do something like that. Some people offer like same day, you know, we'll edit on the spot and put it on a giant projection screen. We don't do anything like that. Um, yeah, that I can't imagine doing it right on the spot. That would be insane. Yeah, it's, it's they call it, I mean... That, that gets into a whole other aspect of like, you know, the red carpet package, which we don't, we only have a single package and we could talk about our philosophy on that too. I don't know if you're interested in that. I know. I Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. We will talk about that later, but I, I could imagine why. I mean, you, you know what the freaking best thing is that like people should be having and that that shouldn't like vacillate one way or the other. You don't want to offer like some cheap shit to somebody and then have better stuff that other, I, I don't know. Is that, is that kind of the main reason? Yeah, pretty much. Um, just, just to be consistent and, um, we don't like, we don't feel like we could deliver the same quality of photos if we had to sit there and edit them at, while we were at the wedding, you know, yeah. it's just not, Definitely. So. so you guys, like you said, recently got married. I had the fortune of being there. It was so unbelievably beautiful and wonderful and emotional. And but like, were you guys just crazy when it came to the preparation and during and after like the photography for your own wedding? Because obviously you can't, that's got to be really weird to be a wedding photographer. And yet you cannot actually photograph your own wedding. You know, not at all. I, it was, Jake said he didn't think about it at all. For me, it's hard to turn off that brain because I'm always, I think about that situation like almost everywhere just because I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, the lighting's beautiful here. Like I just can't turn that, (laughs) I can't turn that brain, that side of my brain off. Um, But the day of we had, I knew I had to make the decision to just switch it off and let them do what we hire them for. Cause that's, we hired them to be the professional. And I think I might've said like, Oh, can I get, you know, a photo with this person or with that, those type of directions, but never did I step in or make a comment or not at all. No, no. Yeah. There's, there was, there's so much else going on. I think yeah. when you're getting married, that like that, and that's and that's part of why you hire a professional. Is it was so comforting to know that I didn't have to think about it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I I just you guys just reminded me in in Jake, you just saying about how much stuff is going on during your wedding and like just how crazy your mindset can be and whatever it. It's so cool because like you said, like we want it to be very like relaxed and comfortable at our wedding, but just naturally it's like, I don't know, it's like a freaking burst of adrenaline or something when you get married, you know? And 
you guys are like the perfect this entire thing is going to sound like I'm just trying to make one big advertisement for you guys, which I swear to God, I'm not trying to do. But uh, like you guys are the perfect wedding photographers it could, because you guys are both the most like soothing, calming souls in the world. And like we had to send everybody up to uh, like the dinner and the pre-party and drinks and stuff like that while we stayed back to get photos. And I remember being like so grateful that we stayed back to get photos from you guys, which is ironic because we originally weren't really planning on having any wedding photography. And that was the main reason that we weren't planning on having any wedding photography is I and Austin were both like, like, we just want to be with everyone the whole time. Like, we don't want to have any time taken away from being, you know, part of the event, you know, and, and being there for the drinks and the pre-party and whatever else. And and yet, like right after you get married, like right after you say I do, it, you're like it. Like I said, it's like somebody hit you with like an adrenaline dart or something. And to have everyone just constantly coming up to you and talking to you and whatever, it's like it's a lot. And to um, to be able to have a little bit of peace and quiet, like immediately after the ceremony before you go up and start talking to people again it gives you a little bit of time to like decompress in your head exactly what did just happen and like think about all the emotions that you're feeling and feel them and everything and uh you guys are are the perfect people to to guide a couple through that whole process because uh, your voices are both so calm your mannerisms are so calm your emotion is so calm that it just it uh it makes that whole process feel right and like as it should be, you know. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, we've actually um, we've we've had to like pull people away from those situations and and tell them to get photos because like number one, like you just said, you we know how special that time is. Like it's one of the only times that you actually just get to be with your um, bride or and or groom, you know. Um, on your whole wedding day, you, until you go to sleep, really, other than that, you're surrounded by everyone. So like when we, when we get you guys alone, um, it's a really special time. And like, it's, you're definitely not the first person to say that. I'd say like almost everyone says that they like really enjoyed that time, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, you guys help people enjoy it. So it's awesome. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit about the, the business side of everything. So how, how do you guys try to build a client base and and get noticed and everything? Haley, as you were saying, like there is just so much saturation in this field. I feel it's funny. Like I don't know if it's just the world getting more populated or the internet or what, but it seems like every field, especially like any sort of art related field or whatever, is just like so saturated right now, and it's so it's so difficult. Um, like you were saying to know, like if you're doing the right thing or not, because it's like you, you know, people will always say things like, oh, you just got to keep at it. And like cream rises to the top. And if, you know, if you're doing the right thing, like people will start just wanting your services. But when you're, you know, six months in eight months in, like however long it's, that's not really enough time to let these things build. And it, as like an entrepreneur or a small business owner, it's like, you want to know, like, am I doing everything right? Is there something I need to change? And if there's something I need to change, that's going to allow me to get more business. I want to make that change now. Um, and not like learn about that later, but you're not exactly like getting enough business yet to really know what, you, you know, you just have to go off of your own 
taste and unfortunately things like your mom telling you like i think it looks great and then you're like "Ah, thanks mom of course you do i know uh but yeah like i guess talk about building a client base talk about those thoughts of just starting a a business in this sort of market yeah so one of the things that i heard early on that kind of helped um shape our approach and philosophy was that it takes at least two years to like really see the result of the work that you're putting in so like you put in six months of work and you're like really slow and you're frustrated. But, um, when you have the mindset of like, it's going to take two years until we really see this start to like kind of pay off a little bit, it just, it helps you stay the course. And so I think that, um, just like a little, that's just a little little tip that helped us a lot. And then, um, I kind of manage business development for us, I guess. and, And that's kind of where, um, getting new clients come from, but in the approach, in the beginning, we it was solely organic. We didn't do any advertising. We didn't do any, um, uh, nothing paid, anything like that. It was just all we had to do. I mean, we shot a we lot sh- of things for free. Yeah, we shot we shot two weddings for free. We shot um, some maternity sessions. I think a portrait session or two for free. Engagement. Just kind of put the word out there that we are looking to build. Um, our portfolio and get some experience and, you know, had to start from somewhere. It, it, to get the first wedding, I think I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was, you know, who's, when you dangle who's gonna, free out there. Yeah. Who's <laughs> yeah. going to let us shoot their wedding. If we have not, if we don't have an example to show them of a wedding, we put together um, a blog post of portraits and, you know, any kind of, work we could think of that would, that would highlight the things that we thought that we did well and why we were wanting to photograph someone's wedding and looking them in the eye and saying, we're comfortable with doing this. You just have to give us that opportunity. So that was, I thought that would be more difficult than it was. We booked two. The first two were the easiest, I think. (laughs) Yeah, because they, they were free and well, they was, came. They came really quickly, and one of them actually it was a couple from Ohio, and they flew us to Ohio, and they paid for all of that. Um, and we just, but we, but we shot their wedding for free. So, um, and and there's kind of a there's kind of a rub with with doing things for free as an artist because like I know there's probably some other wedding photographers out there thinking like, well, you know, if you're doing it for free, how how is anyone going to pay me thirty five hundred dollars or six thousand dollars, whatever it is um, to shoot their wedding. But, you know, we didn't have anything else. We didn't really, the only other choice we had, I guess, would be to do styled shoots and, um, and invest that way and just kind of set it all up. But like to us, that wasn't like, we didn't necessarily want to be, um, photographers that shoot styled shoots. We wanted to shoot real weddings. So that's the, that's the approach that we took was searching for real, real weddings and, it paid off and we learned so much from those things and, you know, and the clients were, were stoked. So it was pretty awesome. How has it been since then? And, uh, so first of all, how long ago was that? And I guess kind of like, where are you guys at now? That was 2013 13 was our first wedding season. Yeah. Um, and then we, we were pretty like, we're pretty selective about the weddings we shoot and, um, it's, it's growing slowly, but, but we're okay with that because I think that you attract the kind of work that you put out there. Absolutely. Um, 
So, you know, we, we, we shoot weddings and, and post things on our blog that, that will attract more of the kind of weddings that we want. It's always kind of hard. There's, there's this, there's this rub between um, being an artist and a creative and then like trying to sell your stuff too and sell your services and like really push hard. But you, but you do have to do that stuff. You know, people aren't just going to knock on your door um, because there's very few people, I guess, very few artists that people are just going to knock on their door and ask them to come do things for them. You know? Yeah, definitely. I also think that if you are, I think something that we have found to be, I don't know, interesting or I don't know how the flow of inquiries come in because of how far out people look for wedding photographers. So like the first year we decided to do this, we're photographing weddings. And during that season, people already are already looking for the next season, if that makes sense. That's so so crazy to me. I can't believe that. Yeah. So that's a little known fact about wedding photography. So if someone's out there building their portfolio, they're blogging, that kind of thing, people are already looking for the next season. So I think that after that year mark, we were super stoked. I think we sh- we shot six weddings our first year, but then we were like, whoa, that second year we we felt it not slowed down, but that that we had missed the rush of people looking for the next season already. So we were like, yeah, next season. Oh wait, people already booked their photographers. <laughs> yeah. Also it was kind of that second year mark where we said, Oh, we're going to be here at the second year. I think that we felt that we were there creatively with our process, what we had done with business development, what we had done with client development, um, you know, editing, we had been working so hard. And then we kind of saw like this, not a regression, but just like, okay, awesome. So like people are looking for 2016 already. So we ended up getting more last minute, I think, inquiries and weddings the second year. And then now we're booking out again. So it's this kind of weird dynamic. So I would encourage people to not feel um, disheartened or, you know, like what the heck, you know, because people book so far in advance. So I honestly believe that we fit, this was our, what year are we in? I'm sorry. I have mom brain sometimes. 2016. Third third season, (laughs) third year. Um, I think that at like year five for us that we will really be where I want. I set the bar really high for myself. So like, I think year five, I hope to, be in the in the flow of things just for booking out and what we're doing this year and we do a lot of other types of photography um throughout the year engagements and i do maternity and that that type of stuff but specifically speaking um wedding photography i think year five for us that's such good like tangible advice that you give i it's so hard like when you're starting a business and you learn a very difficult lesson and you just like kick yourself and just think like, God, like why could someone have not just told me this or why didn't I read this somewhere or whatever? I, I got to imagine a lot of those thoughts went through your head when you realized like how far out people were booking weddings and that if you could have only gone back like several months and done the marketing needed or whatever it was, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a very unique um, industry in that sense because you're you're managing like we said photography and you're like you could be you can feel that you're 
you know, the best photographer, why aren't people finding me or what am I doing? And, but I don't know. I think that you have to also feel comfortable with yourself and know that the product that you're offering is good. So like Jake said, I'm the worst salesperson. I'm, I'm just not, I worked at Nordstrom, you know, in, in college and I'm just not aggressive. I'm like, Oh, those jeans look good, you know, but I wasn't going to be like, bye, bye, bye. Just what it's <laughs> yeah. not in my, it's not in my repertoire of like traits. I'm, you know, I would love, I love to talk to people and interact and that type of thing. So I think that, you know, on the business side, when we meet with a client, we, if they're in town, we always try to meet up for coffee or, you know, a, a beer or whatever they're into. Um, we're, and just have a conversation. I think that that's something that we've, we've tried to, to work on as well. Also trying to sell our services and just talk about what, what we feel are our strengths, not necessarily like selling, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think we sell them a little bit, but it's not, it's, it's indirectly. We're not really trying to like manipulate numbers and, and give away offers and that kind of stuff. So, um, it worked. It's it's working for us. It's working slowly, but that's but that's part of um, what we're comfortable with. So, for anyone that has not is not a small business owner, is not like trying to start their own business, it's it's really hard to appreciate how like nerve wracking it is <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck and and trying to do your own thing. You have it compounded by also doing, and I didn't even think about it until you used the term earlier, Haley, but like doing basically like seasonal work. So it's like your own business and there's just this slam season of everyone getting married and then it basically just turns into nothing. Like how many, how many weddings do you guys do like in the winter really? Like I imagine none, right? I'm trying to think. We just, we, we did photographed. a February wedding. Yeah. And we just photographed a wedding on December 27th, but then our next wedding isn't until April of wow. this next year. So, yeah. So do you guys have to have jobs on the side or, or what works for you guys then? Yeah, we do some, um, uh, we, we both do work in social media and uh, Haley does um, social media consulting and strategy and she has two recurring clients as well. Um, and, and along with that, a lot of it is content creation. So photography is a big part of it. We um, integrate photography and video and with those clients. And I also do different types of photography throughout the year. So, I mean, around graduation time, I'm taking, I do senior photos and, um, if we ever get engagements and, and those types of things, Jake will come on them as well. But a lot of the solo shoots, I'll do maternity, family portraits. Um, I do boudoir shoots. I love the variety. Um, as a creative, I like to incorporate that in different types of things. And I love people. Like taking pictures of people is my favorite. Jake also does a lot of, we live uh, really close to the beach and Jake loves to take pictures of, of surf and the Manhattan beach pier and landscapes and those types of things. VW buses. <laughs> yeah. I have to follow him on Instagram. You can see that. He has a very curated, beautiful feed and mine. I'm just like people and I don't know. So throughout the year, we do different types of stuff. I personally, and then Jake does as well in that field, design and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it keeps, it keeps the work life a little bit more regular for you guys. 
Yes. So um, if we were paying the bills just on wedding photography right now, we would not be paying the bills. (laughs) 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 We are not quite there. Um, Like I said, I'm hoping like year five. So being, being that we are parents of two kids, we definitely have our, our business is a little bit bigger of an umbrella. Yeah. How do you guys stay inspired in an artistic endeavor like this? I, so it's something I didn't really consider very much because I'm, I'm not much of an artist of any type. Um, but my, my wife is really into like analog photography and stuff. And she, I remember when Instagram first came out, like she would constantly post photos on there and would love like taking analog photos and uploading them on her computer and then putting them on there. Or, and she started taking digital photos more just because it was fun for her. And then as, is like the environment got more saturated, it's like it kind of like killed her inspiration. Like something about everyone else putting content out, like bummed her out or something. Uh, and not in a way of like being sell- like, oh, I'm the only one who should be able to put content out. But I don't know. It's like, see, it just somehow like extinguished her little flame inside of her in some way, you know? Um, do you find that it's difficult to stay inspired with like the influx of content and and also just how many weddings you guys have shot now. Is it is it as special as it was at the beginning? It actually is. And and I was kind of I've actually asked Haley this exact question. I was like, do you think in in five years you're gonna be like, Man, we shot another wedding today or like in a in a weekend where we have two weddings or three weddings, are we just gonna be absolutely exhausted and like going through the motions? Um but it hasn't happened yet and I I don't think it will because because of the magnitude of the day, um, and a little more backstory here, I actually, my parents owned and operated a catering business for like 22 years while I was growing up and I worked for the company and everything. And we did the main, the main, um, because their main business was weddings. And so I've been around weddings like my entire life and there's just something about them that is just magical and just so interesting. And as much as like the the beats of the day are the same, like ceremony, cocktail hour, reception, cake cutting, like those beats are the same, but like, it's just, it's so different the way that each person, each bride handles it, um, what they're wearing, where it is. Like, we're not, we're not going into the same place every day. If we, if we had to go into the same venue and shoot the same bride and the same groom every day, the same flowers and the same colors, we'd probably, yeah, we'd probably run for the hills, but, um, (laughs) But it's not, that's not the case. You know, it really, it really is truly like a unique experience and you, you, you just have to look at it that way. And, and I think one thing with what you said about your wife, Asa is, um, even though, even though there's a ton of content out there and, and like there's, I mean, I go down to the Manhattan Beach Pier and there's literally a dozen photographers with really expensive cameras on tripods, but that's their photo and that's their perspective and like they're adding to the world. And what I'm going to do in that moment is not the same as what they're going to do. Yeah. And, and I think you just have to look at it as like, it's, it's yours and you're giving it away and there's, and it's only, it's only a good thing. So. And I also think too, I always try to keep in mind the couple that day that this is their only wedding. We might have shot, you know, 
one the day before. We might be shooting three the next month. But for them, that's it. Like, this is their day. So making the most out of it for them is my goal. From the, from the time that you inquire with us to the time that, like, you just shoot me an email and say, like, hey, you know, how are you? Or, like, we're commenting on social media, you know, two years later on a photo of your baby or something like that, that like, it's just such a unique experience. And I want to make them feel so relaxed and happy and that they look back at these photos and they're like, Oh my gosh, that they're taken back there and that they love everything about it and to not feel jaded and to not ever be like, Oh, well, this is another wedding. You yeah. know, well, it's gotta be nice. Like no matter how routine it gets for you guys, nobody else around you feels that way. <laughs> like everyone else is like bursting with emotion. So I, that's gotta just be infectious to a certain point. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, the things we get to see and the moments that we get to be part of, like, you know, dads looking at daughters and their wedding dresses. It's just, it's, I always cried that one. <laughs> the dad daughter stuff really gets Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you though. I've been at a wedding and the dad has been talking and tears rolled down my face and a mom looked at me and she's like, are you crying? And I was like, I'm sorry. It's just like, <laughs> I can't help it. You know, it's just such an incredible day. So I think that more than anything, I try to embody that mindset when even just having a casual conversation with the couple when they're engaged, you know, that this is the only time in their life that they'll get to experience it. And it's really freaking cool that yeah. we get to be the ones to capture it. So definitely. Yeah. So let's try to wind this thing down and give people uh, a few pieces of advice. So um, one, it would be a little bit more specific to you guys. So how do you feel that you guys benefit from having two people as opposed to just doing the business by yourself? Like if someone was thinking about wedding photography, what benefits might they get by doing it with a partner, with a close friend, um, you know, whatever it is? I, I mean, I think they're endless. I think, honestly, think we would have, if we wouldn't have failed on our own, we, uh, we wouldn't even be nearly where we are. Um, we just, we bring such different things to the table. Um, and like Haley, Haley makes the brides feel so much more comfortable. And like she shoots, she shoots them getting ready and I'm shooting the guys getting ready. And like, you couldn't do that with one person or you couldn't do that with two, two girls or, uh, I mean, I guess technically you could, but it's just not the same it's not the same dynamics. So, um, dude, that's so funny that you say that. Like I said about how I, I don't like being in pictures and stuff like that. Like when you pulled me away for some of the photos where it was only me, it's like, I felt so much better. The fact that it was you shooting me as opposed to no offense, Haley, like and Haley, like <laughs> I know you well. And I, and that, that's like saying that yeah. about somebody that I know, you know, but it's like, uh, if Haley's there, maybe I'm a little bit more worried about the way I look or something, you know, but if Jake's there, it's like, ah, whatever. It's just Jake. It's all good. You know? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and then and then even down to like, like like I said, like Haley's more way more um, pays way more attention to detail and editing, and like she'll spend the extra maybe only two minutes on a photo where I might not, and and that like when you add that up, that just boosts our quality of delivery um, exponentially. And uh, I don't I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but well, I think also. Um, just from the perspective, if you're talking um, technically, when you have multiple viewing angles, you see something 
completely different. So as a wedding photographer, if you're solo, um, I want to speak to you directly, you know, look for someone in your area who you might acquire as a second shooter, just because I think that it, it gives your work and it gives that, that, you know, wedding album, something that you just can't do on your own. I'm not saying it can't be done, but we have a few specific shots and I actually really want to put together a blog post about this and we can send you that link as well. Like if you're here looking and you take a photo and you're at the side, we have some really cool, like this is the same moment, but from two different angles and it offers such different things like different, a different perspective, varying perspectives, um, even if you're both in the same room. So I think that on top of like being able to split up and like having different personalities, um, he's more technical. I'm very, I'm like crazy OCD about editing and the style and consistency and giving that extra attention to detail. That's like the one thing we fight about. Actually. <laughs> <editing>. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. When he's editing, I'm like looking over his shoulder, like, twitching a little bit like let me have the max let me have the max and he's like she leave makes, she makes it sound like i'm not good at editing no i'm not saying that at all <laughs> i'm just saying it's like it's hard too because i'm like i don't know i just want to be it's my it's it when you're passionate about something it's hard for me to relinquish complete control yeah they call it a control <laughs> Dude, I know exactly how you feel. Sometimes if I'm sitting on the uh, couch, like trying to play a video game with my wife, if it's like just her playing Mario and I'm like, oh, like you're not running right now. And like, oh, you didn't jump over the thing. And yeah, yeah, it's hard to watch somebody else doing something when you know how exactly how you would be doing it. Yeah. And I think too, for us being a couple and, you know, we have that ability it's not like we sit, we don't necessarily sit and like roadmap everything. It like all happens very organically. Cause like I know him so well and I know the st- types of things that he usually looks for. And we kind of gravitate towards different things naturally, like in the scene. So it, it really helps knowing that if you're going to have a second shooter, really getting to know their style and how they work and making sure that um, it's complimentary that you're not both shooting the same types of things and you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. So aside from the second shooter thing, cause it sounds like that's actually pretty major, like a second business partner. Um, I mean, what would be like the number one piece of advice that you would give anyone if they were considering uh, getting into wedding photography or any photography for that matter? Hmm. I would say shoot things that you're shoot things that you love and shoot things that you're really into because otherwise you'll get bored. And, um, in like photography in general, like shooting, shooting things you love and having passion projects on the side and having, um, collaborate. Yeah. Having like collaborations with people. That's the kind of stuff that's going to like keep it really interesting and, and keep you going. So, um, I would say just like never, never stop being curious and never stop, uh, just like kind of indulging. I I don't know the the word passion, I think actually gets overused a little bit. So I don't want to say like you have to be passionate about something to shoot it, but just make sure that, that it, that it interests you and that you really enjoy like being around weddings. If you can't stand weddings or like the whole industry, like you're not going to survive just because you're going to make money at it. It's not going to, you're not going to thrive. Go shoot, 
you know, go shoot skateboarders if you like skateboarders or whatever. So, yeah, definitely. So my advice to someone who wanted to get into wedding photography would be to shoot as much as possible. Like if you have to set up a styled shoot, if you have to, you know, tag along with someone and be, and be a second shooter or get as much experience with the day as possible, because it is a super unique, um, demon, I would say, because it's like nothing else. Um, you have to be able to deal with that level of stress and like, keep it in, educate yourself as much as possible. I listened to a lot of podcasts. I did a lot of reading. I did, you know, as much as I could to feel confident in my craft. If you're thinking about technical stuff too much, you're going to be missing the artistry, if that makes sense. Like you have to know yourself, know your camera, know your strengths to really thrive um, in in the game of the wedding. Because when it's go time, you're like, it's go time. Like the ceremony isn't going to be redone. You can't reset up shots. So I think that feeling comfortable in your craft um, is the number one thing. And then the business side of it is realize that it could take, it could take a while and to just keep doing what you love. Things will hopefully grow organically, but don't be hard on yourself because it's, it's crazy out there and collaborate is huge. We are thankfully surrounded by so many different types of creative people, actors, you know, video. We do whatever we can, whenever we can for fun, for free. And I think that it keeps that creative spark going. Man, you guys, both great advice, not only for uh, photography, but just life in general. That's good stuff. And if you notice, when you ask Haley for advice, you get like three things because that's how she is. (laughs) (laughs) She's such an overachiever. Guys, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for giving me like the most beautiful wedding photos ever. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to be putting a link to those up in the show notes so people can uh, see Austin's in my wedding. And uh, yeah, thanks for all the info. Thanks, Blake. You rock. We love you. Love you too. Bye. Hey everyone, it's Blake. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. As we mentioned during the interview, photography is definitely one of the more popular and common hobbies out there. So Haley and Jake actually wanted me to give out their email address. That way, if there's any photographers listening and you had a specific question that you really wanted to ask Haley and Jake that we didn't have time to ask during the interview today, you can go ahead and reach out to them. So I'm going to go ahead and put their email address up on the show notes on halfhourintern.com. So just go to halfhourintern.com and there will be a, uh, a link to their interview right there on the homepage or you can find it through the careers link. Thanks so much. Take care.